Welcome to Liberty Monks Podcast. James Mundy here with Mike Mundy. How are you tonight, brother Mike? Never better, sir. How are you? Pretty good. Fantastic. Considering the events that have been have occurred and things that have been released recently, a little bit freaked out. But hey, listen, um, we're all fighting the good fight, I think. And so I'm it's I'm just really excited about our guest tonight and the conversation we're going to have. And although uh, he needs no introduction, um, we're going to give that obligatory biography, if that's okay with you. Uh, attorney Tom Rents is the lead attorney in several major cases brought in Ohio, New Mexico, Maine, and also nationally against the CDC, DHHS, and even Fauci regarding forced vaccine mandates, big tech censorship, COVID-19 lockdowns, mass mandates, business closures, uh, false PCR data, they, the, even the fraudulent death numbers. And I know, uh, Attorney Rents, we're not even scratching the surface about some of the things that you've been fighting the fight with. You also represent America's frontline doctors and um, also make Americans free again. Tom Rents' website is www.rents-law.com. Tom, welcome to Liberty Monks, brother. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Our, our pleasure. It's great talking to you. And um, we've, uh, we, we've been eagerly awaiting our opportunity to speak with you because you've been so public about everything that's going on and such a valuable resource to, I think, everybody that's out there that listens to the non-mainstream media, right? Because, of course, mainstream media is never going to pick up the things that you're talking about. But I'd love to get right into the details with you. You've really been the literal tip of the spear in exposing a lot of the crimes against humanity, a lot of these globalists, and I'll call them monsters, that are that are committing um, what they're committing on the American people and, and the world, frankly, is just disgusting and sick. Attorney Rentz, just where, where do we begin right now? What What is it that you've seen um, that has really struck a chord with you recently. We'd love to hear about some of those things. Well, today was not a, not a completely typical day, and I'll just tell you how my day, tell you about my day. Okay. So, uh, you know, I woke up and uh, I went for a run today and uh, did my thing and my phone blew up while I was running, and uh, which it always does. And, uh, you know, we're dealing with, uh, you know, this lawsuit, that lawsuit, this doctor's getting attacked for trying to save people, that doctor's trying to get, get an attack for trying to save people. Uh, you know, this person's dying in the hospital, that person's dying in the hospital uh, because the hospital's murdering them and refusing to give them life-saving treatment, which they could give, but they don't want to. Um by the way, you know, Joe Biden's doing this and Joe Biden's doing that to try and push more vaxes on people. Soldiers are being, uh, you know, left out to dry all over the world. Uh, we got, you know, another soldier trapped in another base in another country. And, you know, they're essentially holding him prisoner there until he either gets the jab or, uh, uh, you know, just. I guess runs out of time to service. I don't know, but uh, you know, I mean, just insanity. And then uh, not, not totally typical, but not something that it's not the first time it's happened. I get a call and uh, they say, a buddy of mine says, Hey, uh, can you call so-and-so? And I say, sure. So I call and it says, well, uh, we've got a, a girl in the hospital and uh she's she's on on the vent on life support and the hospital just told her parents that they're going to pull the plug in two hours parents don't want the hospital to pull the pull the plug and the hospital said they don't care we're going to do it anyways can you help 
So we, uh, that I'm waiting, I'm literally right now while we're recording this, waiting to get the text back to find out if the stuff we did is going to save this girl or if the hospital is going to murder her. So this is, uh, you know, the, the, the two hour deadline isn't something I usually run into. Usually I got a little more time than that, but, um, you know, people wonder why I fight. They say, why do you fight? Why are you so grumpy? Why do you call Fauci a murderer? Why do you, why do you go off on these people? Sit in my seat for a day, brother. You want to know why I fight? Because the girl that they're murdering today deserves better. The soldier that they trapped today deserves better. The people of America deserve better. My kids deserve better. And these scumbag murdering monsters that are out here doing this for their own good and don't tell me they don't know about it at this point. Uh, it, they, they'll go down if it's the last thing I do. Um, how, how is this happening in our hospital system? You know, and, and again, we, we've talked to some other folks, some doctors. Uh, they, they haven't spoke real kindly of the current hospital situation, especially in regards to people that come in with COVID infections. Um, so what is exactly happening here? Because we've heard that, you know, from a COVID protocol standpoint, we've gotten the rundown from some of the physicians that are speaking out, you know, remdesivir, um, you know, what they're giving them in the IVs as far as like making it more difficult for them to breathe on their own. And then they vent them and then, you know, then it's just too late. So I guess, is this happening just with COVID patients or is this happening a broad spectrum right now? Um, in relation to when people go into the hospital and is it the drugs? Is it, is it, is it, what exactly is going on and how is this getting by the physicians that are supposed to be protecting the people and and caring for them as they come in? Physicians are doing it. I mean, that's not that they're It's getting by them. They're just doing it. You know, at this point, listen, I gave the physicians benefit of the doubt for a very long time, but you know, so I've got whistleblower data say we'll take Texas, for example, because I love Mm -hmm. Texas, but just in case you don't think Texas has any issues showed, and this is several months old now, but showed 90% of the people put on the vent die. Yet the first thing you do when you go into Baylor, Scott and white, or you go wherever is they jam remdesivir in your throat and uh, poison you with that, shut down your kidneys, give you a bunch of drugs that depress your respiration so that they can justify putting you on the vent. And then uh, they put you on the vent where you die. 90% death rate. You tell me that after two years, these doctors haven't figured out this isn't a good, a good solution, but yet we won't try remdesivir. Or I'm sorry, ivermectin. We won't, won't try that. Won't right. try ivermectin. We got a 90% death rate and we don't want to try something. Don't tell me at this point, if you're a doctor treating COVID patients, you haven't figured out that there might be a better way. As far as I'm concerned, if you're still doing that and you're still pushing the remdesivir vent, you're a murderer and you need to be held accountable. And I hope you're going to jail someday. Is it, simply, this, is it simply for the money? Oh, money. Uh, so the hospitals are getting a massive amount of money. And you got to understand that the doctors are in a real bad position. If they yeah. speak out, they get fired. They may get their license attacked. And there are going to be all sorts of problems. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, it's an unfortunate thing that so many doctors and health professionals are in that situation. But we didn't say to the stormtroopers after World War II, well, you were just following orders. That's fine. We said just following orders isn't an excuse. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And it's not, it's not, you've taken, you've got a duty to care for these patients. Don't tell me two years in, you don't think there's a better way or that it, you can't at least tell me that as bad as it's going, that you shouldn't try something else. That's absolute garbage. And all this is right now is money and covering their own rears because they put themselves ahead of their patients. And, uh, you know, but it starts with Anthony Fauci's NIH and CDC and, you know, all these crews who are putting out these, these regulations, these guidelines, bad laws pace, passed that shouldn't be there. I mean, we have a number of unconstitutional actions um, uh, or laws that are on the books right now that, you know, it's going to take us years to get that fixed. Uh, you know, but even they're not at the top of the head of the snake. I mean, there's always someone else on, you know, farther up. We'll get to that maybe later in the interview, but um, yeah. it's horrific. So there's obviously been major crimes committed here. Um, you've mentioned one being that people are being murdered in hospitals. What, what, what other crimes are being committed right now in your estimation? Oh, I mean, we've got assault, battery. So crimes are, you know, generally defined on a state level. But mm -hmm. I mean, you, you see, we have numerous instances of fraud occurring. I mean, fraud is so widespread in the healthcare system right now, whether it's uh, on the insurance end, the hospital end, the provider end. I mean, it's so widespread right now. It's sick. Um, we have uh, violations of the Hobbs Act running out of my ears. Uh, with these uh, these bureaucrats and elected scumbags getting paid uh, paid off by pharma and special interests to continue doing uh, continue pushing these policies that they know are bad, you know you've got Hunter Biden who we've got I put out on my Substack which I gotta urge everybody to subscribe to it's Tom Run Substack it's, uh, there's a link on my uh, on my website uh, I put out there I don't know a week or two of one of my articles you know we've got links to Hunter Biden. Uh, he was tied in, uh, his company, Rosemont Seneca, had invested heavily in, in another company called Metabiota. Metabiota was working with EcoHealth Alliance in the Wuhan labs when they created COVID. I mean, you know, I, th this is, you got Hunter Biden tied with the Ukrainian bioweapons labs as well. You know, I mean, remember, we got a war over there yep. to make sure we don't, you know, I mean, uh, because apparently we've got a lot of interests over there strategically, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, you notice how we don't care about humanitarian issues in China right now, nope. you know, where they're, they're killing people and killing dogs and locking people in their houses, but we're really worried about the humanitarian issues in Ukraine where Hunter Biden gets his, gets his hookers and blow. So I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody, but um, you know, I mean, this is one of the most corrupt, uh, I right up to the president, the corruption is so mind blowing uh, that it, it's just, it's incredible. So I, I would be here for another three hours if I had to list and explain every crime that I've found. Well, maybe we can set up another time where we can go through all those, which would be totally uh, mind blowing, I'm sure. But you mentioned, all right, so there's these crimes being committed and you mentioned who. And I think there's a lot of people out there, Tom, that want to understand that. And there's so many different angles and so much corruption happening. But who are the who are the the who are the folks that people need to be aware of that are that are committing these crimes or at least facilitating the act of committing these crimes? So that's that's actually a super important question and really one of the major focuses of my work right now. Okay. So, I mean, because listen, think about this, right? So we've got Anthony Fauci. 
everybody knows Anthony Fauci needs to be in jail for eternity, right? I mean, you know, he's got the jabs that are killing people and he's covering that up. He, you know, helped fund the creation of SARS-CoV-2. I mean, we literally have, I, it's also published in my Substack, the announcement from EcoHealth Alliance when they created SARS-2. Not that that sounds at all like SARS-CoV-2. I'm sure they're totally different. But, um, you know, with Anthony Fauci's funding, by the way, uh, in conjunction with American companies and things like that. Mere coincidence, mere coincidence. Yeah, total, (laughs) nothing to see here. Don't worry about that. Um, And also, by the way, he would never lie and he is science, uh, he told us. Um, So, uh, I mean, you've got Fauci and you've got everyone in the Department of Health and Human Services is essentially needs to go to jail. But uh, here's the thing that's really important. You know, we bet we sued the governors and we sued this guy and sued that guy. We're suing all sorts of people. But one of the things that I'm just now getting to is probably the most important question that nobody's asking. The same response to SARS-CoV-2 occurred on a global basis. Now, the World Health Organization is not the one behind it because the World Health Organization is impotent and nobody cares about them until this time, right? Yeah. Until this. All of a sudden, with, with this, all the countries around the world do the exact same thing. The media around the world does the exact same thing. They all have the same messaging. They all have the same approach. Everybody's doing the same thing. How does this happen, right? Now, we know on a global scale that the, uh, you know, listen, SARS-CoV-2 has killed people, but its its case fatality rate, by the way, epidemiology, mm-hmm. I got background, my biostats books back there, mm-hmm. um, I spent a lot of time with this stuff, and I know I'm not an epidemiologist, but I'm happy to discuss this part. The case fatality rate, which means the number of people who are come down with this that die, is is sitting around 0.26. Okay, it's been there. We've known this since a couple months in, right? A guy named Ioannidis uh, put it out there. He's one of the most brilliant epidemiologists in the universe. I mean, you've got other other guys like Harvey Kirsch or uh, Harvey Rich, mm-hmm. and and you know, that are talking about this. The case fatality rate has never been that serious. Okay, the original SARS, by comparison, was nine percent, the nine-ish percent, a little over, and the original MERS was over thirty percent. We didn't do anything with those, but this—that's roughly as dangerous as the seasonal flu. We have all this stuff on a global basis, so this leads you to ask this question, right? Why and how? when you have a disease that's not really substantially more dangerous by the numbers than what we see seasonally in the flu, flu, you know, bad flu season, mm-hmm. how did they convince the entire world that this was the worst pandemic in a hundred years that we all had to be so scared that we needed to wear masks and that we needed to prove untested gene therapy drugs and that they were going to then force us to take uh, to deal with it. How does that happen? And so when we say who's behind this, you got to remember for corruption to occur on the scale that it's occurred with this, 
there has to be some, there isn't a single person on the planet powerful enough to do it. There has to be a group of people. There has to right. be a, quite a few people and all of them have to be mega powerful. So who's paying off Fauci? Who's paying off these different governments around the world? That's what we got to ask ourselves. Now, you know, everybody's seen this Klaus Schwab clown out there mm-hmm. who's talking about, uh, you know, his love for Yuval Noah Harari. You know, they're yep. out there talking about how they want to hack people's brains. And uh, Jesus Christ is fake news. God's fake news. Uh, you know, Harari's out there praising the, the Nazis. He's a, he's a Nazi sympathizer, which is ironic given that he's a Jew. But, you know, uh, he's out there. I mean, he's literally, we've got quotes and ta- complaining that the, the, the Nazis and the KGB didn't have more uh, technology, that Goebbels had it right. You know, I mean, this guy is sick in the head. Oh, yeah, we've seen his greatest hits video. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a great sub stack on that guy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you've got these guys who are just absolutely sick in the head out there. And they're, you know, I would say that they're probably working as part of this, but there's a, there's a quite a group and it's, it seems to be quite organized. Um, it's not a random group of people who just happen to come together. It seems to be quite organized. We're working on developing this and building this case, uh, but it took years to do this. And so it's going to take a, it's taken quite a bit of time to put this together you know, to really get to the head of the snake here is is a tough thing because they got a lot of layers of insulation and legal protection. Yep. So uh, we'll see what happens on it. But, uh, you know, you got to the thing for people to ask themselves is who's paying Fauci off? Who's paying Biden? Off? Well, everybody's paying Biden off. But I mean, who you know, I mean, who's who's paying uh, you know, some of these other people off? you know, and, and really pulling the strings behind this. And those are the people we've really got to get to. Cause if we put Fauci in jail, but don't do anything else, well, then right. the next guy gets bought off. Right. Yep. That's like cutting off one of the heads and two more grow back. Right. Yep. Yep. And that doesn't work. So, um, you know, so damage wise here, because we're, you talked about what's happening in China right now and the lockdowns, this is brutal. I mean, we've saw a lot of us have seen the videos coming out of China and it is absolutely inhumane and brutal what is happening there. So what damage is being done, not only there, but do you think that that could be coming here considering, you know, we have an election coming up and, there's a lot of people thinking, hey, this is going to be a big red wave and you know that's going to change things. What are your thoughts on this? And do you think that there's going to be you know, things that we're going to need to be aware of from, from a lockdown or something like that to occur here to prevent, you know, to prevent something, you know, f- a fair and free election? Well, I mean, listen, with the election, you've got to understand something. I mean, look what they did in 2020. Um, uh, listen, I, I just... You know, I spent a long time, uh, you know, kind of not saying anything about that and mm-hmm. trying to look into it. But I mean, I, I've looked at this from a lot of angles. There was some, some serious fraud that occurred in 2020. You know, I can't say exactly how much and what all's going on there, but I, yeah. I know that there was quite a bit of fraud. Um, you know, could it happen here? Well, absolutely. I mean, that, you know, listen, freedom breaks down into a couple different things, right? The foundation of freedom include the freedom of, of conscience, right? Freedom of religion, the freedom to believe and to think as you, as you choose. The freedom of speech, 
because if you can't communicate or share, then it, it doesn't matter. And then the right to bodily autonomy, right? Mm -hmm. The right yep. to, you know, do I want to, am I locked in a cage? I don't have autonomy then, right? Uh, am I forced to take an injection? I don't have autonomy then, you know? So, so I would say those are the three foundations of freedom. Those three foundations are protected by the second amendment. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, I am absolutely certain, as certain as I can be without a piece of paper to prove it, that we would have been locked down far worse, far harder, and it would have been China, Australia, but for the Second Amendment. Yep. Okay. So these guys, you know, these guys have no bounds. They have no respect for the law. They don't care. This would have been, I mean, look at Canada, right? Look at Canada. You don't, you lose your guns, you lose everything. That's why that's, you know, so critical. So could this happen here? Absolutely. They want it to happen here. I mean, it, it's, you know, that's the dream, right? But there's enough of us waking up that I, I just don't see us rolling over. I think it's going to be a little bit rough. Now, as far as the election goes, you know, that's a big deal. Yep. You know, I mean, what what's going to happen? Well, if people aren't watching their local polls, especially in some of these places where, you know, you're seeing these fake drop boxes, which, you know, ask yourself why Mark Zuckerberg would give millions and millions of dollars for, for election boxes. What? Because he just cares about election boxes? Hell no. No, he was, this is buying influence. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So, you know, yeah, yeah, it could happen here. And this election will be a very, very important one. You know, um, everybody wanted to complain about what Trump was doing. And, you know, listen, Trump needs to wake up right now. He's still out here. I, I don't know who's lying to that man, but whoever his advisors are that are telling him that this jab was a success, someone needs to let him know what's going on, because I'm going to tell you the same snakes that were that were uh, going after nipping at his heels in Washington mm -hmm. are apparently still nipping at his heels if he thinks that this vaccine's anything but a disaster. Um, you know, God bless the president, but he's got to wake up on this one. He needs to listen to people who aren't getting paid off. Uh, but I, you know, listen, we're not going to let it happen if we can avoid it. But ultimately, the way that we we win is for we the people to wake up get involved, be precinct volunteers, be precinct yep. watchers, you know, get involved with the election. You know, this whole thing is tied in COVID, the election, January 6th, the attack on free speech, you know, all the attacks on our families and children in the schools. I mean, the Disney thing, what name, name for me, one part of our culture that's not under attack right now. And, and I would say you probably can't. No, so, I, I can't think of anything that is not under attack. I mean, it's, it's it is a full fledged attack on everything that we know, whatever that what, what this country was built on. It's everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, and, and it doesn't even make sense. Right. It doesn't even they don't even need logic. You have Joe yeah. Biden saying, oh, Russia's responsible for gas prices as he's blocking drilling all over the place, as he's blocking pipelines, as he's shutting down any oil production. You know, Trump had us as domestic export as uh, net exporters of oil. This buffoon has shut down all the domestic production. He can do it. I mean, he's just a liar. Oh, we, you know, the supply chain, we can't help it. You know, Russia and, and this and then. Well, California just passed their uh, their air law and it's going to take 17 percent of the semis off the road. What's that going to do? Yep. You know, I mean, we're doing this. To, they're intentionally doing this to us. Now you've got Disney. 
you know, the, the Disney of all places for the love of God. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have Cinderella have a penis. Really? This is unbelievable. I mean, I mean the, one, really? the one the one place you thought your children were safe, right? And to explore yep. their imagination and, and be innocent is totally. Mean, and, and can you explain to me? Can you explain? Can anyone tell me how in God's name that does anything good for anyone? Listen, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're a dude that wants to be a chick or a chick that wants to be a dude. You do you, right? Yep. But don't tell my six-year-old about it. He doesn't need to know, right? I'll decide when my six-year-old should learn about sex, and I'll decide how he should learn about it, right? I don't need Disney to educate my children. I don't need a school. Have you seen these uh, these Fruit Loop? I don't know. the. the I don't even know what it means. Non-binary something. Uh, teachers, you know, going viral oh, yeah. saying, I can't talk about my sex life at school. That's called sexual harassment in any other yep. job. Are you kidding? Yep. Go ahead and try that in a set of a, the corporate walls um, in, a, in an organization and you're going to have a sexual harassment suit. Why is it okay to do this to children? What? This is a, this is just pure insanity, Tom. I mean, well, literally, these people are insane. To your point, who cares if someone's whatever the, their preferences as an adult, but don't propagate this on children. Children are but, confused about every aspect of this world, and this is making it more confusing for them. But here's the point, right? Every part of our country is under attack. Yep. Now, here's an interesting thing for you. Did you know, you know, the new Harry Potter movie that's coming out here? I don't know what it's called. Uh, the I don't, Whatever the new one is. It's about okay. Dumbledore's original. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and I guess, I don't know, but I was told that the, the new movie, uh, in that movie, Dumbledore is gay and is, has a kiss with some dude. Now, of course, of course he is. I was also told that Hollywood edited the scene for China. Hollywood, the same people who are having a fit about the quote unquote, don't say gay bill in Florida, which actually has nothing to do with saying anything about nope. gay. Absolutely not. Edited that for China. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why are we under attack from every angle? And this is so when we talk about COVID, where COVID is gone for me. And what I found is when I get above COVID, when I get above these guys trying to murder people, and don't get me wrong, I'm not leaving COVID. Until these people are in jail, I'm going to keep fighting. But what I keep finding is that when you start looking at who's pulling the strings, they're pulling the strings in these other areas. And you've got to say, you've got to look around, you know, think five, think two years ago before the masks, okay, before the insanity, two and a half years now, okay? Can you imagine if someone said that they wanted to teach your child in school about gender reassignment in kindergarten? No. You can, uh, can you imagine? Can you, but you couldn't imagine a mask. No. Nope. Being told you had to wear a mask. You couldn't imagine any of that. See, COVID was used as a mechanism to facilitate a lot of things happening. And they hit us from so many angles at the same time that they really wanted to destabilize our nation. And ultimately what we've got to do is we've got to come together. We've got to recognize, we've got to decide who we are. We've got to remember who we were and we've got to come back together. You know, America is truly a melting pot. And what does a melting yep. pot means that you live your life, I'll live mine, but we're still both Americans first, right? That, that was kind of the concept. 
you know, we all, we're all going to come together on freedom. Now we can't even come together on that. We have a group of idiots out here pushing communism. We literally have open people, people openly pushing communism in our country, including people, elected people who are pushing socialism, communism, like Bernie Sanders and uh, the, the bartender idiot. What's her name? Sandy. Uh, Sandy Cortez. AOC. Yeah. 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 The, I mean, yeah. She, yeah. I mean, she, her qualifications for Congress, bartender. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess you don't have to be smart to be elected. Well, you know, whatever. But this is uh, this is what's happening. So we've got to win this COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the probably the two most uh, two most press- pressing issues right now. I mean, we got to get the COVID, and we've got to break the free speech. Yeah. Uh, the 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 issues with free speech because COVID didn't happen without the suppression of free speech. Uh, the 2020 election didn't happen without the suppression of free speech. I mean, listen, they got the video, you know, the video now of, you know, the 2000 mules or whatever. Yep. I mean, can you imagine if that had came out right away? Uh, you know, I mean, can you imagine if, if, uh, you know, if the hospitals had to actually talk about how many people were dying from these jabs, you know, I mean, yeah, this whole thing is all because the free free speech is being suppressed. That's a critical aspect. So, you know, I mean, I think the free speech and then the COVID thing is critical because, you know, if they control your body, control you, this is one of those foundational freedoms, bodily autonomy. Yep. If they can control what you put in your body, they can control anything. Well, uh, Tom, I know we're running up against our time with you tonight. Um, what would you like to leave people with? What was what would be the number one thing you would like to leave people with uh, as we uh, as we wrap up? Hope. Um, I, you know, I don't. I haven't got to, to, to the privilege of talking to you guys before, so I'm going to tell you one of the things I love to tell people. Mm-hmm. I'm a nobody from a little town in Ohio. Uh, I answered my phone, my own phone, for the first year of this fight. I, I literally, I have nothing special about me. What I did was I fought, I fought, I fought and I fought some more and I continued to fight. I'm still fighting and I'm going to continue to fight until I win. You don't have to be special to have it, to make an impact, but you got to fight. And I want to urge y'all Start where you can. Use your skills. You don't have to be a lawyer. I don't care if you're an artist. I don't care if you're a painter. I don't care if you're a uh, real estate agent. I don't care what you do. Figure out what you can do to do to apply your gifts to do something good and do it. Um, I want to ask people to please share, sign up for the Substack, share that one. Um, we give away a lot of our work. In fact, a major- vast majority of it. Uh, donations support yeah. things like that are are the way that we we fund what we're doing um and that's okay we don't need i don't you know i don't really particularly want to be a rich man i just want to be able to take care of my family so as long as we're doing that you know we just got to keep the lights on to keep the lawyers paid and keep people fighting yeah um but share our work share whether you pay for it or not share 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 we've got to get people aware we got to make them awake we got to fight we got to fight we got to fight and, uh, but before you do anything else, send a prayer our way because 
God's the reason that we've been able to do anything. And uh, if you support anything that I said or that I do, say a prayer for us because I'm going to tell you we feel them and uh, we need them. Uh, well said, Tom. And um, for those out there listening right now, Tom's website is www.renz-law.com. That's www.renz-law.com. And to your point, Tom, not only pray pray for you, pray for, for everyone, but also pray for that young lady who is in the hospital right now fighting for her life and fighting to stay on life support and to not have this hospital pull the plug on her. Um, that's, uh, I, you, you must be one tough man because the, the number of phone calls you get from people that are whistleblowers to calls like this, you must have some pretty thick skin, my friend. Um, and it's never a good phone call, right? It's I, always some so, shit show. Uh, we, we, yeah. Yeah, we, we appreciate <laughs> yeah. what you're doing. Um, we've been following your work for quite a while. Um, I'm not, so, by the way, I'm not this. Every one of these breaks your heart. Yeah. yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. Every single one I'm praying. I saw that Well, during our interview, I got a call uh, that I'm going to return that I hopefully they'll have some good news for me related to this. I don't know, but um, no, I mean, the pictures that I've had to see a loved ones being murdered in hospitals. Um, that's not thick skin. Uh, that's there's something wrong with you. If that doesn't hurt you. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. that don't sting. So, yeah. Um, you can call me names. I'm real thick skinned on that. I don't care yeah. about that, but I can't watch someone's daughter die. I don't want to watch that. No. And, uh, to your point, anybody with a, a beating heart that hasn't been, you know, that hasn't sold their own soul would feel the same way. So, um, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you telling us about everything that's happening right now. And I hope that everybody out there that's listening will take their own version of action to fight for what's right, to fight for your families, to fight for all of humanity, because we need, we need as many people right now to stand up as we possibly can. And Tom, you're one of those people and we can't uh, tell you how much we appreciate the work that you're doing. So just God bless you, sir. Um, we appreciate you. God bless all of you wonderful souls out there listening tonight. And as always, God bless America and God bless humanity. We're going to win this fight and it's not going to be easy, but we're going to win. So until next time, be safe and well, and um, we'll see you soon.